Oh my God, did Gary V seriously just stab our whole industry in the back? On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, we're going to have an honest discussion about home ownership. This is really a call from me to the entire industry to grow the hell up. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 60 of the Massive Agent Podcast, the number one podcast in the world hosted by me and the number one show on the planet that starts with the word massive. These are these are proven scientific facts. They've been fact, fact, checked, fact, checked by uh, by the, the CEO of Housing Wire. Actually, he looked into it. He, he, he thought he had me. He did not have me. So these are proven scientific facts. And uh, we're just that. We're just that awesome. So, you know, kind of a big deal. People know us. That's for sure. If you're new to the show, my name is Dustin Brome, your host. I'm the founder of the Massive Agent Society. That's a that's our Facebook ads lead gen training program where we give you proven ads to run so you're not reinventing the wheel. It's for agents and loan officers. I am a national speaker, trainer, and real estate marketing coach. I'm a realtor in Salt Lake City, Utah with EXP Realty. I have been an active realtor for eight years, and I'm the co-founder of the Industry Syndicate, which is real estate's first media network. Hit subscribe, guys. If you're new to the show or old to the show, which is now a phrase since I since I said it, hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any of our Massive Agent awesomeness. This also helps us out because it's a trigger and a signal to iTunes that people are listening to the show and it helps us be seen by more people. Our show comes out every Thursday morning. And if you're not subscribed, it doesn't automatically download into your favorite podcasting app. Make sure you subscribe so you don't have to remember every Thursday morning to come get and listen to the newest episode. So go subscribe, por favor. Before we jump in real quick, because I want to get into this whole topic that's kind of set our industry on fire, at least in the Facebook groups where people are extremely vocal and, uh, you know, throw their opinions out there like, like people actually give a shit. Well, let's be honest. We do give a shit. I throw my opinion out there. You throw yours. It's a good forum for that. But nonetheless, the, the, the number of children in this industry is staggering. Did Gary V really stab our whole industry in the back? We're going we're gonna to have a nice, honest, candid, intellectually honest discussion about homeownership. So if, if that triggers you, if, uh, if, if it triggers you where we might discuss a scenario where buying a home might not make any sense, if that triggers you, this is your trigger warning. You might need to find a safe space and some bubble wrap and get cozied up into a corner somewhere because, uh, oh, we're going to be jumping all up and down on your toes. That's for sure. But I told you, it's going to be an honest talk. Before we jump into it, I just want to thank Today's sponsor, Audible. If you go right now to massiveagentpodcast.com slash free book, you can get a free audiobook. Any Audible audiobook that you want, if you're a new customer, a first-time customer of Audible, you'll get any free book you want and a 30-day free trial. I highly recommend that you go get this book called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harvecker. If you have not read Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, this book is amazing for your mindset, for... Uh, just the way to look at money, the way to look at success and life. 
this book has really been a foundation for me ever since I started working on myself with personal development years ago. It was probably eight to 10 years ago where I really started to go down this path. And Secrets of the Millionaire Mind has been a big one for me by T. Harv Eker. Uh, you can get that one or any other book that you want 100% for free. Here's the best part, okay? If you decide to cancel during that 30-day free trial, they let you keep the audiobook. So it's literally no strings attached, no risk. Get yourself a free Audible audiobook. If you're not already an Audible customer, go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash free book to take advantage of that. So thank you, Audible, for providing that to our listeners. All right. Is buying a house bullshit? Is buying a house a good idea? Is is it wise to buy a home? Or is buying a home just a terrible, terrible waste of money and just a bad investment? Well, here's the here's the the accurate and truthful answer. It depends. So the other day, a week or so ago, depending on when you're listening to this, there was a video put out by Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, and they basically just this took 60 seconds of a conversation that was going on. It was like a 45 minute video. If you if you cared to find some context about what, uh, you know, how this how this little uh, soundbite fit into the conversation, it's on YouTube. It's it's the Robin Hood something or other video. But Gary Vee basically said he's pissed that he bought a home. Homeownership is bullshit because it it ties up upfront capital. And that that little bit right there taken from a 45-minute freaking conversation has set the industry on fire. People are, it's like mutiny against Gary Vee. Like people that, you know, the pitchforks and the torches have come out and people want to, you know, roast him and, you know, like, oh, he's stabbing our whole industry in the back and, and he's trying, all he cares about is making money off the backs of real estate agents because he has a real estate conference, Agent 2021, that was like a month ago. And, you know, they so many agents follow him and and will go see his speeches and buy his books and everything like that. Well, guess what? In the context in which Gary V, now this is my this is my take. Okay? Hopefully you can think for yourself and you have your own take as well. But here's the perspective that I think matters. And like I said, we're going to have an adult conversation. We're going to have a very adult, very honest conversation about home ownership and whether or not people should buy homes. In the context that Gary V was talking about it, and a little sidebar here. I almost didn't record this podcast. I'm so bored and annoyed and freaking irritated with this conversation and just how childish it's become in our industry and in all the major Facebook groups that I almost didn't do it. I almost said to hell with this. Let's just move on to something else and forget it because I've done a Facebook live about it. I've done a couple other podcast episodes with other hosts about it. And ultimately I decided that you guys... <sighs> If you haven't heard any of that, I really want you to get this perspective because this is based in in the fact that we need to be honest with potential clients in all situations, even if that means we don't make a sale. Wow. I mean, can, I I can't imagine the people that that really get butt hurt by what I'm about to say because and the only reason is because it it may potentially uh, prevent them from making a sale. Shame on those people, those dishonest bastards who give our whole industry and our whole profession a bad name. Should you, okay, I'm going to ask you this and, and everyone usually answers this the same way. And then it just devolves from there. Should people buy homes in 100% of the situations? 
is it always a good idea to buy a home? Everyone I've spoken to says, no, not 100% of the time. At least that's what they say. And then it just evolves from there. The Gary Vee video, the context in which he was talking about it, if you bothered to even know or care about what he was talking about, like the context he was talking about it. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're somebody who is trying to start a business, you are um, like you want you're working on something big. You're an entrepreneur. OK, he says that it's dumb to buy a home to t- because it ties up upfront capital. Well, that he, he thinks you should rent instead. And he's pissed that he's bought homes. He'd rather use that money to put into business. And he, he says when he sells his homes, he's going to rent into perpetuity. It, here's where that makes sense. Okay, let's be honest. Even though the mortgage payment is usually less expensive than rent, there's extra costs involved with with owning a home. There are. There's maintenance. There's all that stuff where if you're a renter, you don't pay that. Uh, But it's the down payment. I know you can buy a house for zero down. Don't even don't even come at me with that crap, because I know you could buy a house for zero down, three percent down, three and a half, five, ten, twenty, whatever. Most people don't want to do or shouldn't do 100% financing. Because then if all of a sudden the market turns, they're in negative equity. And that's a problem. So people want to put 10, 20% down if they can, because they get a better deal. Okay, they want the better terms. So let's say the the option is a $300,000 home with 20% down. So that's 60 grand, or 10% down 30 grand, 30 grand that's coming out of your pocket that is now just gone. I know it goes in theory, into the equity of the home. That's if the market is improving. Right now, where we're at all-time highs, pretty much everywhere, um, <laughs> how much longer is that equity going to continue to grow? It might, and it obviously depends on the market. It depends on where you're at. But let's, I mean, there are people who are still underwater from the last crash, from the crash of 08 and 09. Uh, go talk to them to see if it's always a good idea to buy a home. They'll tell you, hell no, it's not. I just lost a decade of my life and who knows how much money doing it. I've, I advised multiple clients within the last 12 months that they should not buy a house right now. There was a seller I was working with. We sold their house and I advised them in their situation with what they were trying to do and what was important to them. They should rent. They were considering maybe moving out of Salt Lake and going to Chicago. They didn't know if they're going to be doing that in the next six months or maybe the next two years. They were concerned about buying something at the top of the market. They were concerned about that as, you know, you should consider the timing, of course. If you buy a house after a crash and then wait 10 years and it recovers, that's easy. Okay. But when you're at the top of the market, would you, would you ever recommend that somebody buy a home or sorry, would you ever recommend that somebody buy a stock at an all-time high or is it better to wait till it comes down? Do you buy stocks high and sell low? No. So why shouldn't you factor that the timing into buying a home? These guys didn't want to be tied down. They wanted flexibility because they might be moving. They did not want to be landlords. Okay. And I understand when you advise your clients, well, if it's better to buy all the time, because if you don't, if you want to move, you can just rent out the house. Well, what if they don't want to be a landlord? What if they're not built to be a landlord? Have you ever, have you ever actually been a landlord? You agent listening? Have you actually been a landlord? I have. It freaking sucks. I know you can hire a property manager, but what if you hire a shitty one that you didn't know was shitty until you know you get four months into it? What if you tried to do it yourself and 
pick because you're not a professional. You pick a terrible tenant that looked great at the beginning and had great uh, a great bunch of references, and then they destroy the house. Now you have to put in twenty or thirty grand to fix it up, and now any profit that you may have had, any profit that you've had, any cash flow each month is gone, and then some. And now you're in a horrible financial spot. The stress that, that being a landlord might cause you could be crippling, depending on your personality. Not everyone is built for or should be a landlord. So stop telling people that it's always better to buy a home and then you can just rent it out if you have to move. That's bad advice. To some people, that's great advice, but others, it's not. Hopefully you're somebody who can, and look, I've already blown through my notes here. I'm just kind of like venting off the top of my head here because this whole conversation drives me out of my damn mind. Obviously, it's not, if you're being honest, if you're being intellectually honest, you know it's not that not 100% of people should buy homes all the time. It's that's just bad advice. If the market's about to crash and they don't want to be a landlord and they and they want to get out within 5 years, they don't want to hold it for 20 years. I mean, who who owns their home for 20 years anymore? The the average is what 7 years, something like that, maybe 8. So, like hold when we just speak theory to people, well, if you just hold it for the long term, you know, even even any short term crash, you'll be able to recover from. That's just theory. What if they don't want to hold on to the house for more than three to five years? You have to factor these things in and then advise your clients accordingly. There was this one store that I went to. It was a supplement store. And I went in there. This was years ago, back when I actually was in shape. And I went into the supplement store thinking that I needed a certain product. And they talked me out of buying it. They talked me out of buying it and they actually told me to go to a different store across, you know, other side of town to get a different product from their competitor because what I thought I needed was wrong. They advised me, they, they talked me out of a sale because they knew it was better for me. Guess what? I love and trust that store now. So even though I didn't buy that one time there, every other time I needed to buy, I absolutely went back. I would go out of my way to go to that store because I trusted them. They put me and my needs ahead of their own short-term gain. And if you are always advising your clients that they should be buying instead of renting, depending on the situation, and if you're not even bothering to find out what the situation is, shame on you too. How are we supposed to advise our clients as professionals if you're not finding out what their needs are and what their situation is and you know what their... You have to find out, does somebody even desire to be a landlord? Like, is that even in the cards if they had to rent their home? Because I've had clients where the thought of being a landlord scared the shit out of them. Like, that's that's the last thing in the world that they wanted to do. So why would you advise them to put themselves in that situation then? You know, I mean, I just don't, I just don't understand it. So if you have to advise someone that they should not buy right now, that maybe they rent for a year. See what happens with the market. See, maybe that maybe it has to do with their job situation. Maybe they need to clear something up there. Maybe they just want flexibility. They don't know if they're going to move or transfer jobs to another area or whatever. Rent, sure. I mean, yes. If you just have your your blinders on, yes, you're losing. You're paying somebody else's mortgage and you're building no equity. But sometimes losing a little bit of money for a year or two, or even ten years. I don't know. Just depending on what you're trying to do, beats you know, having 30, 60, a hundred thousand dollars come out of your pocket to put down that if you buy at the wrong time may actually be eaten up because of a depreciating property, you know? So my God, why can't we be honest about this as a, as a, as an industry? 
the polarization in Facebook groups right now, there's so many agents and even, even agents that I've looked up to in the past and, and well, and I still do, I'm not going to let one disagreement completely like ruin my, my impression of somebody, but it, it's really surprised me. Some, some agents and uh, thought leaders in our industry, some well-known coaches and, and personalities that they just, they get on their high horse about how it's always just, you know, do the math. It's always better to buy a home because, you know, if you, if you pay down, you know, over 10 years, you're paying down your equity and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But if you're renting, you, you have no equity and, you know, like that's the only factor. It, like it's so theoretical for them that they can't be honest enough that it might not be best for their clients in that situation. And it's a problem. Be honest. This whole, this whole show here is me trying to drive home the importance of being honest, even if it means that you talk yourself out of a sale in the short term. Because like I said, and I think most of us have been in a situation where we had a salesman who could have advised us to buy but they advised us not to for whatever reason with whatever product or service. And we left there with, with such high esteem for them and trust that we go back to them and we are loyal customers for life. But if you advise somebody b- because you think that, well, we're realtors and, you know, home ownership is better than renting, you know, and it's so black and white all the time. And you advise somebody that they should buy a home when the timing is terrible or it doesn't provide the flexibility they want or they they could have better used that 60 grand that they were going to put down. I mean, sure, maybe they pay an extra $300 a month in rent and have no equity building up, but that 60 grand they could then put towards starting a business or some other opportunity that came their way or something, anything. Uh, maybe, maybe it was paying down debt that was like causing them so much stress they were about to have a heart attack. There's so many factors. And if you're not honest enough to discuss them and remove your own personal need for a paycheck from the equation, you're one of the bad guys. You're, you're one of the, you're a problem in this industry. So look, there was definitely a time in my career early on when I was starving, I needed a paycheck that I could not help but think about how am I going to benefit from the situation? If I advise my client to do A, B, or C, does that mean I'm not going to get paid? And it like, that was a conscious thing I had to think through. And so I know what that's like, but my God, if, if you are consciously realizing that and then still advising somebody that to, to put themselves into a situation that might not be the best for them or potentially disastrous, because you get paid in the short term, you are part of the problem. You are, and you might be a great person, but guess what? Great people, sometimes good people do bad things. Sometimes good people do things that mislead and put others in a bad spot. And as professionals, especially if you're one of these people that's like, I'm never going to discount my commission because of my value and I know my worth. Well, you'd better act like it. You'd better start acting like you're worth it. And, you know, if, if somebody can't rely on you for honest advice about whether or not they should even buy in the first place or whether or not now is a good time to sell their house, like people don't trust us as agents because we're always talking about how it's, it's never been a better time to buy a home. Like if you say that every month, uh, they think you're full of shit. I think you're full of shit. Uh, you know, honesty, people. 
intellectual honesty. It's a huge problem in our society today. This is not just a real estate thing. Look at the political climate. Look at what's going on with politics where people are, they're so consumed with playing team with, you know, this person I voted for is good and everything they do must be defended. And the person I voted that I didn't vote for on the other side, everything they do is bad and must always be condemned. Is it really that black and white? What if the person you voted for does some pretty good stuff, but 20% of the time they're a complete asshole or a complete idiot or do something that totally flies in the face of, of what you think they should be doing? If you can't admit that, that's a problem. That means you're a child. I mean, that's not an, an adult thing. That's not an intellectually honest thing to do. And I see it all the time in politics. There was a time in my life where I was absolutely like that as well. But man, it's about growing up. Seriously, it's about growing up. And I, I really feel like our whole industry just needs a swift kick in the ass because we play team all the time. We see it with brokerages where people think that their brokerage is great and everything that they do is great and must be defended at all costs. And then everyone else's brokerage makes stupid decisions. And that's, you know, only idiots would go there and blah, blah, blah. This playing team thing has got to stop. That is the game that children play. That's not a game that honest adults and professionals play. See, I think I'm pretty unprofessional. If you, and if you listen to this show for a while, you'd agree with me. I'm pretty unprofessional in the traditional sense. But I didn't realize how damn professional I am when it comes to being intellectually honest. I will straight up tell a client, don't sell your house. Don't buy a house right now. Rent instead because it's better for them in the short term. It's better for them right now. And then guess what? Two, three years later, they come back and they buy and they refer to all their family and friends because they trust you for life. If you're, if you're always thinking about your paycheck or your team or, you know, how could anyone ever say that home ownership's a bad idea? You know, you must always buy a home. It's the American, you know, blah, blah, blah. Look, Gary V in the context that he was talking about in that clip, I agree with him in a way. I agree with him in a way because in that context, I understand how a down payment money out of pocket could be better used elsewhere. And, you know, you could turn 60 grand into $6 million if you start a business with it. Right. But not everyone's going to do that either. Some people are going to lose it all and then they're still renting and it sucks. Not everything is black and white. For God's sakes, take some time to reflect on, are you part of the problem or are you one of the, the honest people that's part of the solution? You know, I it's, it's just freaking frustrating and this whole debate drives me out of my mind. Even though I'm a huge Gary V fan, I disagree with him sometimes, but I also try to look at the context in which he's saying things. And like me, because sometimes I just like hyperbolize and I throw something out there that's worded strongly that maybe needs more context. That's what he did in, in this situation. I mean, he he provided more context if you took the time to watch a 45-minute video. But those that are just reading the headlines, as is the problem in our society, we're just a nation of headline readers. Like there's no other details that are that are relevant. Oh, it's just about whatever CNN says the headline is. Okay, well, there's the headline. Those are, you know, no other facts are relevant. You know, no other perspective is relevant. It's it's shameful and it's uh, it's it, it's just so frustrating. So home ownership, is it is it a good thing? Absolutely, it is. I personally have have had hundreds of thousands of dollars in equity built up because I own property. 
I've had family members that built up hundreds of thousands in equity. I've seen people lose hundreds of thousands in equity because they didn't sell at the right time. Remember, you that equity is just a paper gain until you sell it. Just like a, with, with a stock. If you buy a stock at $5 and it goes to 100 but you don't sell it, you never made a profit. You only make a profit when you sell. And, you know, timing is very important. If it went to 100 and then back down to $2, it went from 5 to 100 to 2 and you never sold, you never made a profit. You, you know? So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of exhausted with this whole thing. I think most of you guys listening probably would agree with me that homeownership is a great thing for a lot of people in many, many, many situations, but it's not the only choice. It's not, it's not the best choice sometimes. And we as an industry need to address that, accept that, and then make sure that the public and our clients know that. That's how we start to, to right the ship. That's how we start to repair this ridiculously negative perception of us. I mean, go Google, why are realtors so? And you, all the auto-populated responses are like greedy, selfish, liars, you know, all this. It's all negative stuff. It's unbelievable. But the people who are advising their clients poorly because they benefit and not the client, they're the problem. That's the reason why. So my hell, my hell. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of exhausted. I want to take a nap now. Um, I'm not going to be doing any more content about that because if, if you still want to argue with me about whether or not homeownership is smart, you either haven't been listening or you're just so damn dishonest that I can't talk to you. I can't have a reasonable adult conversation with you. So there we go. Cool. All right. Alexa flash briefing guys. I hope you are, uh, I hope you enabled our Alexa flash briefing by now. We're only like 200. Alexa, stop. Hold on. As usual, I forget to unplug Alexa, but um, we're only like 225 episodes into it now. Yeah, the Massive Agent Minute. So all you have to do, whether you have an Echo device or the Alexa app, you don't even need to have an Echo device. Just get the Alexa app on your phone. Then all you have to say is, Alexa, enable the Massive Agent Minute. And then she does. And then once it's enabled, you just have to say, play my flash briefing. And every flash briefing you have enabled will play one after another after another. That is that is our one to four minute daily, 365, seven days a week, um, daily uh, mini podcast. Because I know I've had some of you like, hey, why don't you do two, two podcasts a week? I'm doing one podcast a week and then I'm doing the flash briefing so I can stay in touch with you guys every single day with a new thought or an idea or a strategy or a story or something that I want to express. The flash briefing is the way to do it. You're going to hear announcements first. You're going to hear new things first. So make sure if you haven't yet, please enable our Massive Agent Minute Alexa flash briefing. And at the beginning, I mentioned our, um, well, I, you know, I'm going to take a little, I'm going to take a little detour here. A little detour with everything changing in our climate right now uh, in in the real estate industry, in the economy, with so much turbulence, so many factors affecting our industry. We're seeing we're really seeing it on the mortgage side, but even the brokerage side of things, things are getting crazy. We don't know what Amazon's going to do. We don't know what Facebook's going to do. We don't know what Zillow's going to do. They're all going to do something and it's all going to disrupt the hell out of what we're doing. 
So if you're relying on an outside force to give you new business, you're in trouble. You are in trouble. Make sure that you are learning how to generate your own new business, whether that's organically through content marketing or Google AdWords or what I highly recommend everybody learn how to do. You must take the time to learn how to do it properly, of course, but that's Facebook ads. There is no better spend out there for, um, for getting new leads and getting new business. Facebook ads are still the best value out there. So we have a, because we know that so many agents and loan officers want to generate leads, want to take their lead gen into their own hands. They want to have full control over their future and not rely on Zillow or realtor.com or op city or something else. They want control over it themselves as they should. But the, the biggest hurdle that, that we've seen with our clients and, and our Massive Agent Society members is knowing what, what kind of ad to do, which ads work, which ads don't. So rather than you having to reinvent the wheel and just teaching you how to do an ad, we teach you everything you need to know. And we give you a database of ads that are proven to work, proven to generate leads that you can just copy and paste and run yourself. And then if there's some troubleshooting or tweaking that needs to happen, we give you coaching, we give you ongoing training. There's a referral network built in to make sure that you as loan officers and agents have the support you need to become a Facebook ads lead gen master. So don't reinvent the wheel. Don't spend ungodly amounts of money testing and and learning by trial and error. Make sure that you are leveraging somebody else's expertise. So in this case, go to massiveagentsociety.com. I hope you'll consider becoming one of our members, log into the database, copy and paste ads that are proven to work all around the country. We only allow one agent or loan officer per market. So make sure your market is available. There's a, a map that shows the markets that are sold out. Chances are your market is available, but some of the, some of the bigger markets might be sold out or at least portions of them. Please go to massiveagentsociety.com. I cannot stress enough how important it is for you to learn how to properly run Facebook ads so that you can take lead generation into your own hands. When you control it, you can win. When somebody else controls it, you might win. Hopefully you do but you have no say in the matter. You have no control. You just hope that Zillow is attracting the right leads for, you know, to send to you. You just hope that those are the right leads, that they're actually any good. If you learn how to properly run Facebook ads, you can do that yourself. You can make the tweaks because you know how to do it. You know how to change the messaging to get a different type of lead coming in. You know how to run a different type of ad to get a different type of lead or to get a different result. Please spend a little bit of money to learn how to do this the right way And then you can have a hell of a lot of money left over to run ads and just dominate your local market. It's really sad to me how many people just don't see a need yet to uh, learn how to, to generate their own leads and loan officers, especially like don't rely on agents to bring you deals. If you're a hundred percent reliant on agents or Zillow to bring you deals, you're screwed. You have to learn how to generate your own leads. Then when you do, those leads come in, you pre-qualify them, and then you reach out to any agent partner that you want to attract and you say, hey, I have these leads. Here's a, here's a pre-qualified buyer. Let's work together. Here's a client so you can try us out and I'll show you how awesome we are. That's the way to attract agent partners. Not to say, hey, agent, I'll take you to lunch. Why don't you send me some clients? And wrong. Massiveagentsociety.com is the solution that most... that. It, It's the solution that you are looking for if you're tired of paying thousands for Zillow 
and realtor.com ads. You're tired of the shit leads that they produce and you want control for yourself. If you want to learn how to fish instead of be fed fish, instead of being fed fish, go to massiveagentsociety.com and become a member today. Guys, have an amazing, amazing, amazing weekend. Go sell some homes. Go learn how to do something new with your marketing. Go, go have some fun. Okay, go have some fun. Let's get past this. Gary V says homeownership is a stupid thing because uh, it's just exhausting. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. Take care.